used to pray for. Me and they was on the grind like a skateboard. I look up to the sky any day, Lord. We need no, we was headed straight for. Thought I got a message kind of random. This one for the people from the birds to the bando. Ain't no problem big enough that God couldn't handle. Came through, came loose, fully loaded with the ammo. So don't worry about it. See, I had to do the swear, I know you heard about it. We been putting in this work when you talk this big and your wins this big. Everybody about to know about it. This is Terrace. And this is Dalshan. And we are from Two Squares Podcast. And you are now listening to the Chronicles of Divine Destiny. Hi. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> welcome back to Chronicles of Divine Destiny. And welcome to my season four, you guys. I hope you're enjoying it so far. I'm hoping that you miss me a little bit. <laughs> anyway, it's me being my goofy old self. And yeah, so I'm glad that you guys are back and tuning in to another episode and here for season four, I hope. Anywho, so, you know, I love me a good crime TV show. I shared that before on my episode of Wherever Lives. Make sure you check that out. <laughs> Very good story. But, you know, I love to watch my first 48, Wherever Lives, ID channel, all kinds of things. So now I done got hip to TV One. So TV One be having like the little shows called Fatal Attraction and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, these little cool little stories or whatever. Um, but the one in particular that kind of caught my eye, um, I'm, you know, going through the TV guide or whatever, what old folks do, see what's coming on. And I saw something called Sins of the City or whatnot. And it's a, and I read the guide and it was like, yo, it was twin brother accused of murdering his twin. So I was like, okay, let me see what it's about. It may be a little bit interesting or whatever. So the story is about Darius and Derek Lewis from Columbus, Ohio. I think it's around 2000, maybe eight or seven i'm not really sure i think it's 2008 though but they come from an area um low income area projects or whatnot and they you know even though they were in a bad area they did not let their environment control you know how they were they were straight a students and they were identical twins too straight a students they was in all kind of um activities in school they was in a band um honor students they just were so active on had full scholarship to colleges and everything like they was like straight on the straight and narrow even though they lived in the projects um so on one particular night um i will say to on one particular night um their house got robbed and at this time darius no darius yeah darius Darius and Darius. So at this time, Darius had moved out with his, at the time, girlfriend. They had moved out to their own little place. And the other twin decided to stay home to take care of their mother who had, who had MS. Um, so one night, um, 
as the mother, you know, telling the story, she was saying that she was sleeping on the couch. Four masked men came up in the house, threatened her, um, put a gun to her head. And she was like, hey, you know, we're poor. I don't have any money. I'm not sure why you're here. Blah, 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 whoop de woo. So these men ran up in the house. They ransacked in the house. And at the time, Darius was home. So they were fighting and tussling with him because he's like trying to figure out what's going on because my mom is handicapped and you guys are breaking in our house in the middle of the night. So he's tussling and fighting with the guy and they end up shooting him and killing him. And um, which took the neighborhood through a shock because everybody in the neighborhood knows them, you know, so they pretty much know their financial situation. So why would they even be trying to rob them? You know, and they're a good family. Like, they're one of the good families in the neighborhood. But, you know, people do stupid stuff <laughs> or whatever. So, um, at this time, the, um, the mom so happened to get some strength and she gets off of the couch. And she, like, crawls out on a porch and she's just screaming. And her daughter lives, like, a few houses down. So, her daughter at the time is pregnant. She hears her mom screaming, runs to the house, run through the house, and see that her, bro- her twin brother... Derek is dead. And um, so, you know, just beginning the story, I'm like, okay, so what does the twin got to do with his death? Because I'm like, it doesn't make sense of how his twin has anything to do with it when they said that four men came into the house. And I'm like, okay, this is getting kind of weird. So I'm like looking at the guy again and make sure I read it right. It's like, yes, yeah, it's his twin. Okay. So let me go back. So I said, let me get a little bit more further into the story or whatnot. So the police get there. They take down information. Um, as soon as the sister saw that her other brother was passed on, she called his twin. And at the time, he was in bed with his girlfriend. He woke up hysterically. He rushed over there right away. Because that's his twin brother. They connected. Twins. Y'all know how twins are. They're connected. They know when things are wrong. They just know. To me, twins can be spooky at times because <laughs> they have like this little communication that they have. They can look at each other. They finish each other's sentences. Even though at one point in time, I did want some twins. I kind of still do if it's in God's will. But yeah, you know, I think because, I'm, oh, I just want kind of this. If I have kids, I have a boy and a girl, fraternal twins and just knock it out. But, you know, whatever. So he gets there, you know, the crime scene. They see them. Um, so the sister was like, um, let me back up because I did skip a part. So the sister said when she got there, she saw her brother bloody. So she grabbed him and she was pregnant. So she felt a little bit of his heart rate and she was trying to do compressions. And as soon as she did that, the police bust in and was like, had guns on her. And she had to show them her stomach. I mean, I get it. They run up in there, but you know, ain't no announcement on nothing, but we can go there because it ain't this type of episode. But she was like, it's my brother. It's my brother. So they saw her, um, then they started doing CPR and she said when they took the brother out of the house, when EMT took the brother out, she saw his arm hanging and she said when she saw that, she pretty much knew that he was gone. So they got the call from the coroner or whatever, coroner, I said coroner, coroner, to let them know that he had passed on. So they had this huge funeral. They said it was over 1,800 people who attended this young man's funeral. Like his life impacted so many people he was such a good citizen. He was so active in school. Like I was saying, like the community, like just could not believe uh, someone like him 
that this would happen because he wasn't a bad kid. He didn't do anything. You know, he was excelling him and his brother. And his brother stood up at the funeral and was like, um, I pray that you, you know, that I pray for the people that did this and that you turn yourself in and I forgive you. Boom. Okay. A lot of times that's what happens at funerals. You tend to forgive and sometimes you don't. And um, so the brother had been working closely with the police and trying to find people, whatever the information he can get, he will get. So the police go back to the house and then, you know, they're looking at what evidence they could find. So they find a wall that shows a bloody handprint on the wall. So they cut out this section of the wall to get the fingerprints from the blood. So, I'm like, okay, cool. They about to find out who did it. But I'm still sitting here puzzled because I'm like, what do his brother got to do with it? This situation, because it just doesn't make sense. So, they test the fingerprints. And they test it like six, seven times because they can't believe the fingerprints that's in the blood. So, they tested it and they called in a detective and they was like, hey, the fingerprints match the twin brother, Darius. Darius, not Darius, Darius. And they like, wait a minute. The twin brother, they was like, Darius? They was like, yes. And they was like, we tested it. So they went back and tested it again because they like, it's that can't be possible that, you know, this is him. And they, they kept coming back with his fingerprints. So police being how they are. And let me tell you something. I don't condone... I don't want y'all to think that I condone violence, that I want people to try to play with the police and all this kind of stuff. One thing I learned, especially if you're black, if the police, if you're innocent or if you're guilty, don't go in there running your mouth. <laughs> all I say is you need to just ask for a lawyer. Do not go in there testifying, telling nothing. I don't care what you um, done, especially if you're innocent. Like, I mean, if you've done something, you need to tell on yourself. But I just sometimes be like, you know what? A lot of people probably couldn't have got convicted for stuff. They ripping, yipping and yapping and running their mouth. And so many people say that when they've been interrogated by the police, the police coerced them into saying stuff. You ain't got to worry about that if you say, you know what? Let me get my lawyer. <laughs> plain and simple all that just stop you get someone to represent you and you i mean you can cut half of that issue in half you ain't got to worry about a whole bunch of other stuff and condemning yourself and and come and saying you did something you didn't do because you said the police pressure you so you can just knock all that out so get back to darris so they wants to get Darius in there to question him. So they tell him, hey, we got a new lead on your brother case. Could you come in and talk? You know? And of course, Darius don't think nothing of it because he, you know, he said he didn't do nothing. So he goes there and he's talking. And the detective is like, well, we found the fingerprints in the house. And the fingerprints match you. So they going in on him. And he just looking like, like, what is going on? Like, what you mean it's me? Like. I was not here, blah, blah, blah. It was like, it's you. You know it was you and blah, blah. Like, you did this. And I'm sitting here like, yo, like, I'm trying to figure out, well, how did he do it? 
Like, did, did the girl just didn't remember that he left the house? I'm like, you know, fingerprints don't lie. <laughs> you know, like, fingerprints don't lie. Or do they? So then I was, like, thinking, like, twins. Oh, twins do have, like, the same DNA. So maybe, but then I was like, you know what? They say your DNA will be the same, but no one has the same fingerprints or palm prints. So that's one way you can be identified. So God, you know, you dope doing that. <laughs> it works out in ways or whatever. So this boy is crying. He's going off. He was like, I didn't do this. What are y'all doing? Like what's going on? Because they told him once he come in, he can go back to school. Now they're still in school. He's in his 12th grade, uh, uh, 12th grade, so he's pretty much ready to graduate at this time. So, and also they didn't have any other leads. So they felt like to feel, to help the family and the community feel just as they have to get somebody. So they end up arresting him for the murder of his twin brother, Darius. And they put out, first they had a picture of him and it's showing his school picture. And you know how they set you up. They start putting out your, your mug shot. So they put out his mug shot. So now they have a community where they're torn. So they was like, yo, because everybody is thinking like me. If they found your fingerprints, you had to do this. Like, because I'm sitting here like, well, why he trying to, you know, because I watched a lot of First 48 and they be had them people up there with them crocodile tears crying. Ain't a teardrop coming from the eye. <laughs> Not even dropping from the eye. And they in there crying. So, you know, I'm like, well, maybe he pulling this type of stunt. So, but then I figure something out because now the brother is talking, Darius, in the episode, but he ain't got no jail clothes on. He clean cut, you know, regular, degla looking person. So I'm like, well, how did he beat this case? So now I'm really into the show. Like, well, okay, if they found his press, uh, his fingerprints, how he not still locked up or he just got a little bit of time I don't know so they lock him up 17 year old boy they let him know hey because you did this you're going to be charged as an adult so he's like really going off at this point but um Darius started talking and he said once they arrested him he just put his head in his bible he spent a lot of time with God he was praying each and every day that, you know, that God would help him because he's not guilty. He did not do this. So, and they had sent him all his schoolwork because he's still in high school. So they sent him his schoolwork. He graduated high school in jail. You know, this scholar kid is, he would have been valid Victorian of his high school. He, him and his brother both were, you know, supposed to be that and now all that's been taken from him because allegedly he killed his twin brother and um so now they have a trial year later they have a trial and i think it's the prosecution here so prosecution trying to prosecute him saying that you know it's your hand it's your uh that's in the blood your fingerprints is no other way you know, I know your girlfriend said you was home, but it's impossible for you to be home and your fingerprints to be at the murder scene. Now, mind you, this happened at his childhood home. 
And one of the um, forensic people was saying that your handprints can stay on the wall up to 20 years. Reason being, because a lot of people don't wash their walls. Trust me, I know. I have a cleaning business. They don't. They don't paint. They don't do none of that. (laughs) So your fingerprints will stay. And also, they didn't have any leads, you know, other than... I do. I did miss a part. So they had a cousin that was living there. That's part of the reason why Darius moved out. So Darius moved out because their cousin was staying in selling drugs out of the house. So they assumed that the people that came to rob the house was looking for him, but they didn't find him. But he ended up getting arrested a day before. Hmm. Anyway, a day before the people went into the house trying to steal stuff and shot and killed his cousin or whatnot but you know that's another part of the story but he wasn't convicted of nothing with that he just got convicted of the drugs and whatnot so back to the trial they're trying to put it on him or whatever and Dara's girlfriends get on the stand and she was like you know at the time of the call they called the house me and there's a you know that was his girlfriend at the time are in the bed together and it's no way he had enough time to sneak out of bed. She said, because if he would have got a bed, I would have known. She's like, I'm not a hard sleeper. For him to sneak out of bed, to go to the house, you know, get meet up with four, three other people, go to his mom's house, tr- threaten his mom and kill his brother, then come back and sneak in bed and be home in enough time for the sister to call and talk to him at the house. So, you know, with that evidence it's like okay but that sounds truthful but how is the fingerprint how is his fingerprint on the wall in the blood so they're just trying to figure out you know how to get him on that so he's in there and he's in the holding on to his bible his head down he's praying he's like you know he's saying to himself like god you got to get me out of this like i did not do this i'm about to go to prison for the rest of my life for something that I did not do just because these police officers can't find who did what. So the jury, you know, it was a jury trial. So the jury goes back and they come back in less than a day. So um, cut this short a little bit. Well, I'm cutting with this look back. For all y'all who know me know, I have this desire to be on a juror. <laughs> but I want like a high profile case. Like I want something so super dope. Like I want something like that. I don't know why I'm just so into I really wish that I knew this stuff growing up so I could have just really been into maybe the law feel not for like being like a, a police or nothing, but definitely being a judge. I would definitely be a good judge. But anyway, I want to be a juror. But Anyway, let's get back to the story. <laughs> so the jury take one day to deliberate, but it's supposed to be 12 jurors. And one of them, for some reason, had a family issue and could not return. So for that reason, it couldn't be... Uh, what is the word? I cannot think of the word right now. But it ended up being a mistrial off of that. But by it being a mistrial, that means that he can go home. But the family was upset because the prosecutor said, well, okay, we're going to prosecute this again. So they didn't want a mistrial because that means they're going to have to go through this all over again 
through another trial. So then um, what happened, the prosecutors and the defense team got together and was like, hey, we don't have any evidence other than the bloody fingerprint and that's convicting this young man. We just what what we need to happen is that y'all check the board again, check the piece of wall that y'all cut out to see if the bloody fingerprints, if the fingerprints is as bloody as Darius. And it was like, we just, you know, we need the y'all to do it again. Okay, bet. So they go back, test it again, test the bloody fingerprints. No fingerprints of Darius. You got that right. No fingerprints of theirs in the bloody fingerprints. But above the bloody fingerprints is an empty white space on the piece of wall. That's where they found his fingerprints at. And I'm sitting here like, okay, they tried it. They tried it. (laughs) I was like, they basically just wanted to get somebody for this crime. And they did not care. And now all of a sudden, y'all check the bloody fingerprints. Now, all this time, y'all been checking the bloody fingerprints. Y'all done found this man's blood uh, fingerprints in there. But now, all of a sudden, they ain't in there. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, I definitely was shocked because I was like, you know, I was kind of torn in my flesh. Like, yo, if his fingerprints is in the blood, then it's that he, something is just odd to me. Then I'm just trying to think, well, maybe whoever there must have had on gloves and they touched the wall and it was over his fingerprint. I was trying to come up all kinds of ways that um, this, that, you know, that he was not there because like it makes sense that he didn't have enough time to do it if he was actually at home with his at time girlfriend or whatever. So they didn't find his fingerprints the second time in the blood, but they found it above the blood in an empty patch on the wall piece of the wall so they go back they can't find his fingerprints and they set him free <laughs> so at, after that Darius you know he pretty much is upset because he told them from the beginning he didn't do it he lost his scholarship to college because it's like now it's hard for me to do anything so he ended up moving um, moving and he ended up suing the state of Ohio and he got a nice little piece, of little change. Got 950k for his trouble, for them doing what they did, not really doing what they were supposed to do, um, as far as finding out who did this. So now he's relocated. Um, he's in his. He has a, a, a church where he's helping kids, and he's a social worker helping other troubled kids that's in different situations, just like him. And I will say this, like, just knowing that the story, you know, it's so many innocent black people in prison for people not taking their time out to do their job right. And, you know, I wasn't there in the room when they checked the bloody hand. I don't know. You know, who knows? They could have been swiping the little Q-tip all the way, you know, all the way over the thing. Who knows what happened? But just with the evidence other than the bloody fingerprints it does not put Darius there at the crime scene I truly doubt 
you know, kids who don't have any type of, not saying that they don't, because there be people I done seen that ain't never done nothing, people surprised, and they done killed somebody. Because, you know, the flesh is weak. <laughs> and when you want what you want, you'll do what you got to do to get it. And, you know, they were just saying the boy had moved out. He was had his own apartment. Like, he was... I don't see no reason for him to set up his mama that he know have MS to scare her enough to, to kill her, then kill his twin. And from the evidence, he didn't have time to do it. And also, it shows that police can be careless in finding evidence and getting people. And that's why I tell you, do not open your mouth. Guilty or innocent. Ask for a lawyer. Speak for you. Because stuff like this will happen. <laughs> you know. And luckily, things worked out in his favor. Just imagine if it didn't. And he went to prison for many years. Because there's people who are been in prison for 30 plus years. And they find out DNA that they weren't even there. And they get a little measly a million dollars when they get out. Which, that don't take up 30 years of your life. You need at least 30 million. I feel. But, you know, whatever. So, this concludes this episode of Chronicles of Divine Destiny. Make sure you check out TV One Sins of City, I think it's called. This episode is was of Darius and Darius Lewis. And to end it, they did not find out who committed that crime. To this day, they have not found out who committed that crime. Um, Hopefully, one day they will find justice for their brother. Um, Their mom ended up passing uh, 2019, I think it was, from uh, complications from from MS. And um, yeah, that's that. See you all next week. I.